Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions, helping to open your eyes to the many solutions to life's everyday challenges. We spend so much time looking for support and guidance on how to resolve the issues we face, it can be easy to get lost and overwhelmed. Join in as we provide practical and professional advice to help guide you towards overcoming your barriers and finding the hope that will reignite your passion and help you live a happy and healthy life. Now please welcome your hosts, Dr. Pamela Jordan and Dr. Craig Dossman. Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. I'm Dr. Pamela Jordan. And I'm Dr. Craig Arthur Dossman. And we'd like to welcome you to our second year of hosting this podcast. We thank you so much for all your questions and contacting us and sending us messages. We really appreciate that. We thank you for all of those who have subscribed to our podcast. If you have not subscribed, please click the top right corner on the podcast and make sure you subscribe so that you are notified each time we post. Thank you again for joining us today. So this question reads, I'm 17 and my father died last year. My 14-year-old sister has not taken it well. She recently shared with me that she has been taking our father's old pain pills in order to cope, and she has been selling them to make money since my dad is gone and isn't able to give her cash anymore. I'm worried that she may be abusing the drugs or becoming addicted to them. Lately, she's been very distant and uninterested in anything. I don't want to destroy our relationship by snitching on her, but I'm starting to worry what should I do? And it's signed Donovan. Donovan, there are times in your life when you love someone. There are times when, you know, like even the Bible says, there's times and seasons for all things. There's a time to speak, there's time to be quiet. In this particular situation, if you're really concerned about someone in this matter, I think it would be wise for you to have what I use the term a courageous conversation with your siblings. You know, death is awesome, you know, comes at every age and stage of of life. And oftentimes we hear about now increases in suicide now, especially among teenagers. And because of the pandemic, the matters of depression, of people feeling isolated and not getting out, people who've lost their jobs and certain service industries because of the uh, requirements from the federal government that we we distance ourselves. And so we, we, we find ourselves uh, in what I call deep isolation states. And um, your, your sister, as you have suffered the recent death of your loved one, I always tell families that when you go to a funeral and you, you sit in close proximity to a casket, you might see family members sitting there and they're looking. Uh, maybe the casket's open and the deceased is visible. And people, family members, you might see them standing around the casket. But I, I always uh, share a word of advice with clients and other families and friends. I say, when someone has ever suffered a, a death, Never walk up to them and say these words. I'm sorry for your loss. 
those words might sound nice, but those those words oftentimes uh, hit people in the wrong way uh, because you don't know their relationship. Just like you could have a casket in front of four siblings and each of those siblings had a different relationship with the deceased. So I always normally approach a person first by asking them, tell me about your relationship with the deceased, whether it be a father, mother, aunt, uncle, friend, colleague, tell me about your relationship. Then by telling you about your relationship, you know what type of relationship it was. You know, I've heard people tell me, yes, I was abused by this person. And mm. so I'm here with mixed emotions. I'm not, you know, I'm not happy, but I'm not really sad because that person wasn't in my life. So be very careful about feeling pressured to say things. Now, it seems like I'm moving off, but I'm really trying to talk with you about the power of death and grief and loss and how in your questions in which also Dr. Jordan shared about how people cope, these coping mechanisms that we employ uh, when we are dealt with these type of situations. So maybe your sister has found this mechanism. Maybe she's coping by not wanting to face the issue. And so some people, they drink. Some people, they take drugs. Because they don't want to feel, they want to ignore, they don't want to confront the issue. And that's one of the primary defense mechanisms is denial. Oftentimes people don't want to deny that something has happened. And so they find some other way to cope with that death, the loss. So I think it's good, first of all, for you to check in with your sister, to be honest, to have a courageous conversation with your sister and, and just tell tell her the truth about these worries and let her know how you feel. But then let her know how you feel about her as an individual, as your sibling. Tell them the truth. And uh, then from there, it could be wise if you, if that person is willing to seek help. How would you address it, Dr. Jordan? Yes, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I think that there is oftentimes, uh, Donovan, uh, things that happen in our lives, whether it's death or things that causes us to respond and react differently. And clearly your sister is coping in a way that is not appropriate, number one, for a minor, and that might be your concern. I wanted to kind of go back and look at the question. You stated you're 17 and your sister's only 14. And so I'm kind of concerned that she has found medication that belongs to your father and that she is taking them and selling them. I'm hoping that you have an adult in your life that is now taking care of you, whether it be your mother or a family member since the passing of your father. And I want to uh, really give you my condolences and, you know, let you know how uh, sorry we are that you lost your father. 
as Dr. Dossman shared, grief and death is a really difficult thing for most people to go through adults, let alone a, a teenager or a child. And so I want to encourage you to speak to uh, one of the adults who are around. If you now have taken over that adult role in your younger sister, 14-year-old sister's life, as Dr. Dossman stated, you know, sit down and talk to her, find out what she's doing. Uh, you said you don't want to necessarily snitch on her, but if she's taking drugs that don't belong to her, or aren't prescribed to her, these are times when you should tell an adult and let someone else know. So I would encourage you to sit down with your mom or uh, another family member that you feel close to. Maybe your mom isn't functioning right now either. So sit down with another family member, a grandmother, a grandparent, and let them know your concerns and what's happening with your younger sister, because this is can be really serious. Um, if she's taking a prescribed medication that's intended for someone else, it could definitely bring harm to her and cause her to react in a way. Also, if it sounds like it could be potentially a narcotic drug, the fact that she's selling them to her friends and you don't want her to be responsible for the harm to another child in the school. So it's really important that you as Dr. Doxman says, be courageous and step out and talk to an adult. It's not about snitching and feeling like you're telling on your younger sister, but you need to step up and be courageous and look out for if you love your sister, as you say you do, you know, step out and contact an adult and let the adult know what's happening. Clearly, your sister is not coping with the death of, of your father, and she really does need some type of um, outside counseling and therapy to really help her get through this. And as Dr. Dossman said, you know, we don't know what relationship she had with their father. It could have been a very uh, tumultuous relationship. And so her behavior might be acting out you know, because of uh, the anger that she's feeling as a result of the relationship and the fact that she never got to confront him or say things to him that she wanted to say. But it's important that you, at the age of 17, you know, you're almost an adult, start stepping up and being responsible and letting someone know what's happening to your younger sister so that she can get the help that she needs to confront these issues. Thank you again for your question. We really appreciate you um, being courageous enough to, you know, submit this question to us to share with you. Thank you. We appreciate you joining us on this episode of Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. For more information and resources, be sure to join us on Facebook to connect directly with your hosts, as well as others just like you who are looking for answers to life's challenging questions. You can find us at facebook.com slash answers to life's questions. Until next time.